Hey guys, welcome to the Coffee Unleashed podcast. You're on episode 16. Uh, my name is Alec Todd and I'm the co-owner and director of coffee at Indie Coffee Roasters located here in Carmel, Indiana. Uh, we are really excited today uh, as we chat with another one of our regulars uh, who's been with us since uh, we opened our Carmel location in January. Uh, really excited uh, to be chatting today. Uh, and we're just going to sort of see where the conversation goes. I uh, don't have a huge agenda, so if you're a big um, planner, now is not the time to plan. Just sit back and, and take a break and um, listen to see where it all goes. Um, again, if you guys have any specific questions or uh, any, any topics maybe you want to be heard, discussed here on the podcast, uh, make sure and email us at hello at IndieCoffeeRoasters.com. Uh, we would love to interact with you, as well as if you um, are a business or a coffee shop um, owner or business owner uh, and would love to start serving Indie Coffee Roasters coffee, uh, feel free to email, email us at that same email uh, and just indicate that you'd love to meet with us and chat about uh, how to get some awesome liquid gold from Indie Coffee Roasters at your uh, business or workplace. Um, all right, let's jump right in. We have our good friend Matt uh, here with us today. Uh, thanks for being here, Matt. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're uh, you're a veteran of the podcast world, uh, seeing as you've been a featured guest on a couple different podcasts lately. Um, I promise not to um, try to marginalize any fame if you have a lot of um, football fans or anything <laughs> uh, that are following you. Um, yeah, so Matt, uh, Matt came to us from, uh, I, don't re- I don't really know what brought you to ICR at the beginning, um, but share a little bit of that, and before you do that, let us know what, what coffee you've been loving lately. I am a creature of habit, and you guys have the best cold brew, <laughs> hands down. Thank you. Um, love it. So, love the cold brew. You guys just wrapped up uh, the fall drinks. Um, I'd say my favorite fall drink was the black and blue. There we go. That was real good. Coming back for uh, our anniversary week, so uh, check it out in January. Um, Yeah, and gosh, how I found you guys. I think, see, last year, uh, my wife and I um, were living in Carmel. We were renting a house in Carmel, and we frequented uh, Main Street pretty often, um, and we kept seeing a sign uh, for like a coffee shop coming in, and I think uh, we saw Diane mm-hmm. out one day working, and okay. we asked her. It was might have been December. Um, like, hey, are you guys you know close to opening? And uh, she's like, yeah, we open up next month. And so um, that was something that we both really appreciated, mm-hmm. um, like having a a true local uh, one off coffee shop. Mm. Um, appreciate it yeah yeah and diane is one of our she's been involved um uh, i don't know that she's been on the podcast yet but she's one of our co-owners and um uh, business partners directs our retail space here in carmel so yeah so uh as far as coffee uh culture when did you sort of get into coffee or coming to coffee shops or or stuff like that uh, I, I got into it um, probably back in college because okay. um, I, I played football down at Indiana University. Um, that's what kind of brought me out. From, Go Hoosiers? Yeah. For our Hoosier Hoosiers. fans? <laughs> oh, yeah. Boiler down. Um, yeah. 
I think just kind of finding a place to escape. There's actually this one shop out in Nashville, Indiana, mm-hmm. 20 minutes east of Bloomington. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of a quaint, quirky little shop with mm-hmm. kind of a bookstore hybrid coffee shop and uh, became real good friends with the owner, Iris, out there. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's always been just kind of a, an escape from the hustle and, mm-hmm. and bustle of real life. Mm-hmm. You know, you can kind of take a step back, um, I guess, recenter yourself. I would mm-hmm. always go to read, mm-hmm. um, you know, whether that's you know, doing a Bible study or mm-hmm. cracking open favorite novel, just mm-hmm. something that's not, you know, assigned reading. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> you do a lot of that in college. Uh-huh. Um, and that paired with my athletic commitment, um, I always just love the the community atmosphere yeah. you know, of being a regular yeah. at these shops. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I think the, I mean, what you shared there, just being um, this idea of a retreat, I guess, or like uh, a refuge, maybe. Um, not that, you know, I mean, we both live very privileged lives as far as, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we're not struggling to find a place to stay or, or eat or anything like that. So not necessarily refuge in that sense, but... Uh, the idea that you know we all need a place where we can, like you said, recenter and recharge, and um, you know a place where no matter how tough or or bad you did at work that day, or or how much you screwed up mm-hmm. um, in school or on the football field or whatever it is, you know that the coffee's going to be warm and the seats are comfortable, and yeah. you know somebody knows your name and. Um, and I think that that can be important. And I know for you it was important uh, at that sort of formative time, uh, being younger. And, mm-hmm. and, I, and, I mean, you came from sort of, you know, you weren't from here necessarily. Right. So um, was that also something where you were looking for home sort of and a place to feel like you could belong in, in, in a spot? Yeah, I, I, I think so. Um, I'm from Scottsdale, Arizona originally and um, came out here because uh, of a scholarship and I stayed because of the people. Mm. Um, I don't know if that's, you know, at first I thought it was a specifically, you know, Midwestern thing mm-hmm. and the culture, you know, is, is very um, community oriented mm-hmm. in the Midwest compared to out on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more individualistic, but still no matter where you go, when you go into, you know, a, a small coffee shop, you get that kind of homey vibe Mm -hmm. um so yeah i I think that plays a big part in it i also i really um i really appreciate people who take pride in their craft Mm -hmm. um you know when you're going to a a chain restaurant or coffee shop like you just don't feel like there's as much heart going into Mm -hmm. it um Mm -hmm. so i personally i will pay more money for something that's, mm. you know, had, um, that, that's handmade mm-hmm. or you like, you know, where it came from, yeah. something that's local, yeah. um, versus something that's mass produced solely just for the reason that I, I appreciate someone who really takes pride mm-hmm. in what they do and knows every aspect of it from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and I know you shared it with me before, but you know, being a special teams player, more skilled position player mm-hmm. where it's, um, you know, you're not the one that everybody's, not that I wouldn't do this, but you're not the one that everybody's going and 
buying the jersey of, mm-hmm. of you. You know, you're not the, you know, special teams never is necessarily treated as the limelight, right. I guess. But, um, you know, taking pride in that aspect of your craft, I think, is what shows, you know, reminds me to continue to take pride in even the stuff that, and share with our team that even the small things you have to take pride in, even if it's doing dishes or ringing somebody up or wiping tables down. Like those maybe we consider special teams. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not the quarterback making latte art all the time, Mm -hmm. but not everybody can do that all the time. Right. You know, and, um, but it's not the art on the cup that brought you back to those places. Right. It's the people. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I think that appreciation definitely uh, makes me understand how important that those little pieces are to building out your your team. So definitely, you know, or you know, uh, in a figure of saying it. Um, but yeah, so that type of culture, that type of homey environment mm-hmm. and vibe uh, is what sort of brought you into the coffee world in general. Um, what do you think? has made you want to stay as far as uh, brought you in here originally as well as then now you keep coming back? Well, like I said at the beginning, like I'm a creature of habit. <laughs> and so um, like whether it's like trying a new um, skill, like mm-hmm. like for me, like now that I no longer play football, like long snapping mm-hmm. was my specialty. Mm-hmm. And it was something that I really had to focus and, you know, put time in and be very meticulous about. And I think us as humans like crave that level. Like we like deep down really want that discipline. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And so for me, I'm the kind of person who will try, try stuff. If I like it, I'm going to do it. Like if I'm good at it, I'm going to do it. And you know, it can be a positive and negative, but I think, um, yeah, if I find something good, it's like, why change? Mm -hmm. If something's not good, I'm like, I'm not going to waste my time or my money with this. Sure. Um, and, cause there's too many good things out there to like do something that's not, you know, good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what's been funny about meeting you and even, you know, Jordan to a sense, she's very much that at least from my end, as far as, uh, serving coffee and, and helping in that environment, she's very much habit oriented as mm-hmm. well. Yep. You know, she's, um, Oh, milk latte with cinnamon in a to-go cup almost almost every time. <laughs> every time. And uh, you don't have to know Jordan that well to know that. Right. That's, you know, we are friends, but almost the whole staff knows that. Mm-hmm. You know? and, um, and that just goes to show, I think, some of the, um, some of that creature of habit. And, you know, uh, that, like he said, can be a bad thing. You know, you may be missing out, but there's also, you know, I... Uh, I have lunch down the road. At, I've been going there for five years, six years. Mm-hmm. I've gotten one thing on their menu and nothing else. And their menu's decent. Mm-hmm. I know the owner well, but I know what I like. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, what it is. Yeah. Um, so, but there is something really, and I don't know it, if it's something that you just crave or as a human wanting community or or something, but... Um, I've always had the desire to be a regular at yeah. places, you know, like my wife and I try to, obviously we, 
we're owners of this space, but, um, you know, I try to have my lunch spot or my couple lunch spots that I'm a regular at, uh, in the community. And, uh, same with, you know, dinner, we may have a couple dinner spots mm-hmm. that we know, um, are our spots or a bar that we really like to go to regularly. And, uh, I never thought that I would mm-hmm. want that. Right. I think when, I think when you're younger and not that we're really old, but, uh, I think when you're younger and even like in college or, or just about to be in, in school, um, it's like you fight against that a little bit. Right. You, uh, you're like searching for the novelty of something new all the time. Yeah. Something new, something new. Yeah. And it's almost like, you know, that couple that shows up at the shop all the time, every day, what, I, mm-hmm. you know, f- at when you're younger feels odd or, or feels yeah. like, I don't want to be like that. But then it's like you get there and you're like, man, it's so cool mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, be a part of that. Right. I don't know. I don't, and I don't really know what it is that makes it feel that way, but yeah. And I, I, I don't know if it's just like the, you know, I, I think there are people who are like small town people and then mm-hmm. big city people, Yeah, you know, and maybe it's just that small town vibe where it's like, you know, you, you find your good spots mm-hmm. and you want to support them. Yeah. You know, like we're the same way. Like we, we just moved up to Westfield and we mm-hmm. found some restaurants and we're like, we're regulars there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they know who we are mm-hmm. when we walk in and it's, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It just, I, it, you're like more invested in your local yeah. community yeah, and you feel like you're a part of something bigger than yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's very like, I don't know why uh, my wife, Jenny and I were talking last night about this about how cool it would be for us to walk into this shop and, like, be a regular at this shop. So, like, right. totally, it's like the men in black, like, time-shifting <laughs> memory thing. Like, if there was a way to eliminate the fact that we own it and, like, mentally right. forget that and just be able and to walk in and, and, yeah, and see it, um, obviously, that's impossible, but... Um, there is the other side as a business owner that's really rewarding to see regular people reoccur and come in. And then, you know, I like to be, you know, a fly on the wall a little bit. And you have that ability to do that now with Instagram and and everything else is, you know, when I see Jordan or Matt or friends of theirs or other regulars we have post about the shop and, you know, somebody comments, what's that? Mm -hmm. And you know, that it's my favorite coffee shop that, you know, they, I don't think that you all are are as regulars know how, what that means or Mm. how much that means. Um, I'm sure Jordan gets that from her work that she does as far as, you know, understanding how meaningful that is to hear someone say that. Um, and it's almost like the semblance of when you hear your boss, talk really highly of you to somebody else but maybe you overhear it Mm -hmm. and how meaningful that is that's sort of a microcosm of what it means to have regulars come into your space Um, and I think you said it well if you want to be a part of something the power of our money you know means something Mm -hmm. a lot and you know you worked really hard for that five dollars that you get and you know you're choosing to spend it 
somewhere that you want to do. You know, no one's forcing you to come here. Right. Uh, this isn't a paid sponsorship <laughs> from from Indie Coffee. This is all genuine. Um, but I think that that's important for people to get too. Right. Is that um, one? If you want to see your community grow and flourish, and that um, every five dollars means something yeah you know every drink that we sell here pushes us further in a positive direction to to grow this type of community yeah. you know and if a whole bunch of our regulars decide to choose to not do that um that's a large impact mm-hmm. you know and um like you were saying it's important it's not it's not um you know boring or odd or whatever to choose to reoccur out of space uh especially if it's a local business um because those dollars stretch so much further in a local small business than they do at a larger chain or or something like that um and so i think that's really powerful the way that you shared that that uh, you can actually be a part of it, and I don't know if you guys feel that way when you come here. That it, it you know, you don't necessarily feel like another person, but you feel sort of a part of it. I, you know. Yeah, definitely, and I, I think it's interesting that you brought it up that you can't, you know, you and Jenny, like you want to experience your shop, yeah, yeah. you know, from the customer side to be like to detach mentally and emotionally from it. Um, but on the flip side, you know. Like we look at where you are, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I think someday I'd like to open up a, a cafe, mm-hmm. a restaurant, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would get so much pleasure out of mm-hmm. seeing people, you know, appreciating something that I've worked so hard yeah. to provide. Mm-hmm. You know, as as seemingly insignificant as someone may view a cup of coffee, yeah. But like when somebody appreciates that for for what it really is and the mm-hmm. time you put into it. Mm-hmm. That feels so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, I think, and I think from you know, going on, sort of the business end of things. I think if you guys are business owners or um, or something, you know, share that you're happy when someone says, "Man, that steak was really good." Right. Or, Man, that this environment is so cool. Like. Um, every time somebody says, man, this coffee was really good. I, you know, I try to make a point to say, I really appreciate that because like I've, our, me and our team of, you know, owners as well as staff has put like our whole soul into every one of those. Mm -hmm. And it means an insane amount, you know, that's pure honesty. It means a humongous amount to hear somebody say that they really enjoy the space or really enjoy what they're doing or drinking or whatever. Uh, but I think it is, it can be a, uh, detriment sometimes to almost ignore that or, or sort of brush those off. Um, because maybe they're not an expert in coffee or maybe they're not, um, you know, a Yelp elite or like a professional <laughs> reviewer or whatever. So you're like, oh, well, they don't know any different anyway. And, you know, uh, it's really easy as a business owner to move down that way and never let yourself appreciate, mm-hmm. you know, what it is. And and I don't think it's pride. I don't, you know, I think we can walk that line of 
of when pride creeps in versus just celebrating right. victories. Yeah. Um, I know from a sports end, obviously, uh, you won some games where you were at. And I know coaching-wise, they always share, like, celebrating that victory. I mean, you guys have those locker room, like, almost parties, where, mm-hmm. you know, when you get a big win. Yeah. And nobody's like, man, we should have scored more points. Mm. Oh, my God. We should have. Uh, you know, until can't believe I missed that tackle until film on Monday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, but I think that that. But there's a time to celebrate. Exactly. Yeah. That's so important. Where, whether it be like you're an employee at a business or you're a business owner, like our, we don't give us any time to celebrate that stuff. Right. Like we don't either stop enough to be able to listen to what you're saying when you appreciate. Right, and like actually take that in, yeah. and know that man, we did a really good job, or man, my staff did an awesome job taking care of whatever that situation was. Mm-hmm. Um, and as owners, we can one forget to celebrate them ourselves, but two forget to celebrate them with our teams. And you know, we may hear it and it, and it may go out, but it hurts even more to have a team that only hears what they're doing wrong and right. never gets to celebrate right you know what Little they're victories. doing right yeah, yeah. And, um and i don't know why that's so hard or maybe hard for some coaches or team you know people or you know athletes or um you know workers at jobs or whatever why it's so hard but yeah it just I, is yeah i think it's really easy to be um you know when you do take pride in something um you can like hit a milestone and just be like, okay, cool. Like next, like what's next? Yeah. Before even like stepping back Mm -hmm. and looking and being like, that was good. Mm -hmm. Like that was good. Mm -hmm. And like, you have to slow yourself down and like hit the brakes Mm -hmm. because then it's like, what are you doing it for? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, There's like this, I forget back in high school, there was uh, my, my coach, my basketball coach, um, shared this verse that's like stuck with me. And it's like, mm-hmm. there's nothing better for a man uh, than to eat and drink and see that his work is good. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, like that's really, yeah. like when it comes down to yeah. it, it's like, yeah, if you're not satisfied in what you're doing, mm-hmm. it's like, what are you doing it for? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's really tempting to like, you know, I was challenged with this this past year when we were like building up Mm -hmm. clientele and building up the crew and and all of that you know i had i always try to chat with people that are not employees of ours or or in that Mm -hmm. arena and just it helps to have some disconnect to be challenged and uh one of my friends said like um well why didn't you celebrate that that happened like why didn't you get excited about that Mm -hmm. because i kept sharing like we were at this event and everyone was talking about how much they liked our stuff and all of that. And I would be like, yeah, but it's not there yet. Mm-hmm. Or like, yeah, but it's not, yeah. you know, right on yet. And he's like, stop doing that. Right. Like, like you gotta, it, he kept saying like, you're moving the goal. You're moving the finish line every time you get 10 feet away from it. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you've set this goal for yourself and before you, once you get to, you know, close enough to complete it, mm-hmm. you move it, right. and you're never completing it. You're just continually moving that marker, mm-hmm. um, and our mind, 
as people just gets bogged down by that. I think we get more and more cynical or more and more like beaten down every time we never cross a threshold. Yeah. Um, you know, I know in sports and for you guys, it's like, okay, let's win X amount of games or let's win the big 10 or right. win like a rivalry game. Mm-hmm. But for you, it wasn't like, let's win the national championship yeah. every year. Yeah. And if you don't, then you lose. Like yeah. it's all worthless yeah. because then if, if or when you didn't hit that in, in a certain year, because only one team does that right. out of however many, yeah. you know, if every team only had that one goal and everything else was nothing, right. then there wouldn't be any more teams. Right, I mean, yeah. It's like the, you, when you're setting goals, you have to set realistic goals, mm-hmm. you know, with where you're at. You know? Yeah, and I, and I think it's important from a business end, it's very, it's very, very important to set uh, goals, and it's very important, I think, to set dreams as well. But mm-hmm. it's very important to diversify between, like, split the difference between those two. Right. Like, uh, dreams are things that are gonna take a lot to reach, and maybe, I mean, they call them like, if you're someone who believes in God, like. God intervening or right. almost supernatural type where mm-hmm. something big has to happen to make those dreams happen. Right. Um, and then goals are, you know, if you do 50 of those goals, they get you that much closer to that dream. Right. You know, and but for whatever reason, sometimes we look at goals as like the dream, you mm-hmm. know, and it's never, goals are meant to be achieved. You know, goals are meant to be checked off. Right. You know, and you know, they're meant to happen in some way. Yeah. Um, because then you celebrate that goal that right. you achieved it. And then the next Monday, like you were saying, a couple of days later, you move on and, and set a new goal that yeah. will get you further to that dream. Yeah. You know, um, but man, we're not good at mm-hmm. celebrating. Those. No. And, <laughs> I, and I, I wonder if, you know, there are some people who are, just go, go, go. And I wonder if that mentality is almost like a inadvertent safeguard against complacency. Uh, like they're okay, yeah. like, we're afraid that we're going to get complacent. Yeah. So it's like, well, we can't be happy about this. It's like, no, yeah. like there's a, like you definitely want to stop and celebrate. Yep. But like if, if we were to celebrate a win the entire week and not practice until Thursday mm-hmm. and we play Saturday, mm-hmm. then we're not going to do well. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. when, when you're celebrating in Bloomington. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, and I think that, I think it's just, you know, I think we've sort of, and you and you and Jordan talk about this because of the speed at which she likes to uh, grow her business and work, and, and you know, Create, Jenny is yeah. very, my wife is super similar, like, mm-hmm. she could be 24-7 and, like, all the time, and, you know, um, and I think that's why we've been paired with them, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. is that we can we understand that and can sort of keep an eye on that and and help to praise and lift that up in a healthy way mm-hmm. um but i think you know the entrepreneurial i don't want to say like that's the cool thing to do right now but it sort of is the cool thing to do right now right. is uh, be an entrepreneur whether you have even know what that definition of that mm-hmm. word means or <laughs> you you know just like putting it on your instagram right um i think that hustle it's easier mentality, said than done. Yeah, yeah is like 
it's been misused, I think, sometimes. Definitely. Because solid business people that you look up to or entrepreneurs or whatever, they understand the, the importance of self-care and they understand the importance that, um, you know, true hustle isn't 24-7 till you burn out and then yeah. you crash for four days and then go again because they know that they're not the most effective in that right. two-week work span. They were maybe good for five or six days until they get burned and, and kept going. Um, but, I mean, it's like like we're saying, it's like uh, if you're a runner or you run a marathon or you're an athlete but you never train or you never eat or never drink water or never, you know, mm-hmm. it's like you're hustling and working really, really hard, right. but you're not doing it in a way that will get you the best results. And I think we talked about self-care and all of that on a, on a previous episode, uh, but how important it is to not not equate like complacency, like you're saying, with satisfaction. Yeah, with with that celebration, yeah. because that all ties back into that self care idea mm-hmm. that we have to celebrate when we do things really well because we're we're emotional right people, you and, know. And, and if you don't, then you'll find your work becoming meaningless. Mm-hmm. You'll find it's losing meaning, mm-hmm. and you're like, wait, I'm not happy. It's like. I'm not happy with my work. And it's like, yeah, cause you're not choosing to celebrate the little victories. Mm-hmm. It's like that, like celebrating those little victories, like continues to fuel your fire yeah. for the bigger, for the dream. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Man, it's so hard to not continue to move that marker. Like, man, it's hard because it's, you know, I kept being, and, and this even, see, and this even feels cocky to me, even just saying it, but, um, you know, I was challenged by that this week because Indianapolis Monthly voted us best suburban cafe and for whatever this year, uh, mm-hmm. 2018. Yeah. Um, and right away I was like, oh, we're not best cafe. Like, that <laughs> right. was my thing. Like, And I'm like, man, that it's so hard to not, like, to just be cynical about that. Mm-hmm. But, like, if a year ago when we were you know, still in construction, like whatever. And I knew that we'd be voted best cafe in all of the suburbs of Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of cafes out there and there's a lot of cafes that yeah. are well deserving of that. Yeah. Also to know that we'd be voted that, you know, I would have been really excited by that, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, Cause that means we would have been doing a lot of things right. And yep. you know, people are really excited. And, um, but it's so hard to not, move that it's so hard to not be like man we weren't best cafe mm-hmm. you know overall or yeah. we like weren't on the cover of that magazine <laughs> right or like we weren't you know and i know that it's like oh it's just indianapolis like yeah. we wanted the whole city of yeah. indiana or yeah. the midwest yeah. or the u.s yeah and it's like next year we are best cafe or, no, or whatever mm-hmm. and it's like man we're not the cover person or man we're not you know it always keeps moving even yeah. even though this year we were upset with one thing, you know, mm-hmm. or I was personally. I don't want right. to say that as a company. This is my shortcomings, but um, you know, that it's just so hard to not uh, not let yourself go to that spot. Right. You know, um, and uh, and so what I would challenge from people personally, whether you're like I said, an employee, or maybe you're uh, 
you know, you own a company or, or you do stuff on the side or whatever. Um, I think vocalizing those things, like, that was really hard for me to say that, but saying that out loud um, almost forces you to mm-hmm. celebrate it. Um, and so take, you know, look at your numbers, that your sales numbers or whatever. Don't just look at them and be like, pissed when they're Mm -hmm. low and and then not tell anybody when they're good because that's what also happens yeah you have a great day and you never tell anybody but you have a bad day and you get mad about it yeah Yeah. Uh, boardroom yeah and so i would challenge you guys that when you achieve something whether on paper it may seem small but to you it's not Mm. you know tell somebody else about it whether it's your spouse or um, the rest of your team, if you manage a team, um, or, you know, your customer base or whatever is appropriate, um, you know, let them share in that victory too. Um, cause I know for you guys as regulars here, you know, that means something to you when you hear that your place that you go to is voted the best, yep. whatever by, uh, by people that, uh, because they've taken ownership too. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys as regulars have taken ownership into seeing this ball move forward. And right. uh, and anybody else who is a is a business owner, you guys have regulars that uh, would be insanely upset if this space wasn't there anymore mm-hmm. because it's a part of who they are or yeah. a part of the culture that they think of with their neighborhood. Um, so share in that with them. Let them, you know, celebrate with you. Um, and let it be a part of who you're about. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I, that's what I loved about my parents. They were great at, you know, every parent, you know, or most parents are really good at cheering on their kids, even if they're like the worst mm-hmm. at, at whatever it is, oh, yeah. you know, go to any little league, anything, and you'll see that one mom or dad cheering on the kid that is just horrible at whatever it is that they're doing. That was me in soccer. <laughs> yeah, me as well. I'm not a soccer player. Uh, but man, my parents thought I was the best soccer player mm-hmm. ever. And I think that almost blind satisfaction is sometimes what you have to do. You yeah, know? because your your work can sometimes be your baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And it's like to have that, to take that pride in it and to see that it's, positively affecting others mm-hmm. and not only that like you're also positively in fact uh, uh, affecting mm-hmm. um your um employees lives mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you're providing jobs yeah. in the local community mm-hmm. you know um and it extends so much further than you realize mm-hmm. but like to stop and think like wow okay like this is good like mm-hmm. that's what inspires you to keep going mm-hmm. yeah and it's not complacency it's right. not any of that it's just important that's you know it's just an important thing Mm -hmm. to do um we were at obviously if you're listening to this at a at a different time frame but we were at the winter throwdown um in december uh this year and we had five staffers compete there um and i was just so excited and happy to just have them up there like yeah, I never, and, and I don't, I don't know. I mean, I have a, I have a one-year-old and I'm sure I'm going to get to that point too, where he starts uh, doing stuff and I'm going to be that crazy parent, you know, that thinks he's the bomb no matter mm-hmm. what, because he is. Um, but man, I was excited to see those five and 
Um, my wife said I was pretty embarrassing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I told her and the rest of the team that I will yell my heart out every single time they're up there because I'm genuinely so excited to mm-hmm. see that they're trying to... I mean, just trying to try, you know, right. just have the guts and uh, whatever to be up there um, is great. And uh, man, it is just such a, uh, if you're in the coffee industry and you own a space or manage any employees, don't compete in a throwdown, but send six of your staff people to compete and you would just go coach because um, coaching is in anything really it feels to me like so much more rewarding than me individually doing it yeah um it's just so exciting to see that you are a a little part of them really succeeding yeah Uh, because they're representing you they're representing your company mm -hmm. you know i i I feel the same way i don't feel like everyone's cut out to coach Mm -hmm. but like when you are you know it Mm -hmm. just like the satisfaction and pride you see when you're the, the people that you coach succeed mm-hmm. and do well mm-hmm. like I, we don't have any kids but that's what I imagine mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's, it's a very similar feeling of pride mm-hmm. yeah on a lesser scale but still yeah yeah and it's so much of just like because they all you know I mean they all ask well why aren't you competing and I'm like it's just so much better to see you do it mm-hmm. it's so much better to uh be the one screaming in the crowd yeah. and no one else is yelling because it maybe not wasn't technically exactly how it should have gone it's like i don't even care i'm just so proud and that and it wasn't forced or fake or anything you know but it's just a feeling of such genuine pride that's um so cool but again that's you know the first thing that they wanted to do off the stage was like oh i should have done this or oh man i should have you know and i just tried to really push them to be like no that was really good Mm -hmm. took a lot of guts to get up there that's why there's only 30 people in this room of 200 that are up there like it takes a lot of guts to do Mm -hmm. what you did and we're proud to you know have you be a part of who we are you know and um i don't know i just i i'm probably bragging a little bit about them but i don't (laughs) really care uh, <laughs> this is our podcast and we love our team so uh little side notes but um yeah um yeah so we sort of talked a little bit about um the importance of celebrating wins sort of it we got somewhat in the roundabout sports arena which um i know you're sort of familiar with uh probably tired of talking about um but um, yeah, I think celebrating those pieces as a uh, business owner or, or a worker that's in the day-to-day, I think, is really important. So um, I'd encourage all of you guys that are listening, you know, look at what you did today or look at what you are going to do today and uh, try to set time aside to celebrate mm-hmm. somewhere, you yeah. know, whether it's you silently cheers yourself and, you know, the back room because you... Uh, you you did something great or um you know don't wait for someone else to to do it but Mm -hmm. uh, celebrate with you and your team and and be fully satisfied and then uh, like he said start watching film the next day you Mm -hmm. know get ready for game day coming up um, and get ready to achieve the next goal but man when you knock out that one uh 
you know, celebrate that too. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's all a part of it. Um, and then we had the shot to talk a little bit about why local businesses are important from a customer in. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, uh, that opportunity you have to make your money talk, um, exactly. which is vitally important. And as customers that are listening, um, use that to your advantage. You know, if you want to see things grow and flourish in certain arenas or you care about certain aspects of your community, use your money in that way to make that happen. Um, and no, I'm not saying you need to boycott all chains of every kind or cause that's not realistic, but, mm-hmm. um, I had someone I follow online share that for the things that you really take pride in your life, as far as personally, whether it's hobbies or something like go out and support the local business that's doing that, right. you know? So, um, for me, that's coffee, obviously. Um, and for my wife, that has to do with design and like art and all of that. So we, ch- we choose to go out of our way to support that. But, you know, for us, we don't really care so much about uh, vegetables or, or produce. Mm-hmm. So we buy ours from the grocery store, <laughs> right. the local store. But, you know, and, and don't, you know, that's why I don't persecute everyone that, that buys coffee from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um but maybe it's not a priority for them, but maybe yeah. produce and vegetables and that is the most important thing to them. So going as close to the farm as possible is important. So go and do that. Uh, but all in all, just go and make your money mean something. You know, don't, don't just throw it away and, and uh, let it not really mean anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So any other things you wanted to share as far as um, anything you got uh, going on or anything you wanted to last thoughts sort of? Man, nothing I can really think of. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing yet. My wife yeah. and I are working on some pretty cool stuff. Great. Uh, I think 2019 is going to be a good year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so um, I'll leave in the show notes uh, Matt and uh, Jordan stuff. Um, they are doing really great things for um, the overall community. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're sort of a little uh, further stretched outside of Indiana, but um, if you need inspiration or you need uh, uh kind words or anything like that business uh, advice business advice as well check yeah. out my wife's page yeah uh we'll link all of that down there and um just really inspirational and i think uh for me that's what's really cool too is that when you own a business like this you get to learn so much about everybody that walks in mm. um and uh be cheerleaders in that like yeah. You know, when your wife launched her, her podcast, yeah. like, we were so psyched. Everybody on the team was like, because it's almost like we were doing it. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. not that we put in the work or whatever, but, you, like, we were, you know, cheerleading on that end. And um, so that's really cool as well, um, just to feel like we're playing a part in in uh, growing everything yeah. there, too. And, and uh, we have a lot of regulars that come in the shop, um uh, Obviously, we can't feature them all here, but we all feel like we're, you know, when they kill something yeah. uh, at their job or, like, do something really solid, we're so pumped. Yeah, it's know, like, hey, they, part of it. they're fueled by any coffee roasters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> we, right? we don't just drink the coffee in yeah. the shop. Like, I get the Cafe Landia, mm-hmm. Brazilian beans, whole beans, and we make them at home as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, and that's, uh, 
that's what's so fun. And that's the important part about, I think, the regular mentality, sort of mm-hmm. wrapping around to what you said at the beginning. Um, like, you as a regular, it's important for you to share what's going on in your life with a listening barista or, or someone on the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, because then that helps you, or helps us know how we can help you. Right. Or, uh, and not just provide you with, with coffee or yeah. whatever, but how we can help support you or, or any of that. Um, so... For all of our indie coffee people that do come into the shop regularly, but maybe are a little quieter or or haven't sat on the bar yet or anything like that, we encourage you to strike up a conversation with uh, Matt if he's around or mm. our team uh, or anything like that. We love to help you in any way achieve your goals and, and, and whatever that looks like. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, like I said, I'll leave all of that uh, stuff linked uh, in the show notes. Um really cool resources um like i said if you're ever in the shop and this big tall guy that looks like he's played football is talking with us stop him and and uh and and chat a little bit um he'd love to get to know you um and learn your story and and all of that uh, from a really genuine way um yeah and thanks again so much for being here and and chatting we always love uh when you come in and uh, being able to talk a little bit um and like I said before, um, if you have any questions for us um, or have any things you'd like to chat about on future episodes, uh, make sure and email us at hello at IndieCoffeeRoasters.com. Um, also, make sure and stay up on uh, our Instagram. Uh, that's where we post all of our uh, new episodes as well as um, we post all of our classes that are coming up. I see our uh, university as well as our public cuppings. We'd love to see you. Um, there as well um, and continue to follow along on our blog tons of resources there for you uh, to learn more about coffee learn more about business uh, learn more about just uh, how to be a great person all in all uh, we'd love to share that with you um, again thanks so much for listening uh, like I said this was uh, episode 16 of the Coffee Unleashed podcast uh, featuring our good friend uh, Matt Dooley Uh, Thanks so much for being here, and uh, always remember, guys, to enjoy your coffee unleashed.